Knock Knock High. Hello and welcome to Knock Knock High with Dr. Glockenflag. I'm by myself. I'm flying solo on this one. Uh, and and it's it's mainly because I'm I'm talking about ophthalmology. It's my favorite topic, which no one else really cares too much about. But they do right now because ophthalmology is in the news. It's 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 like it's hit the the mainstream. It's it's uh, people are talking about uh, this Mr. Beast video, and I'm gonna give my thoughts on it here in a second. But I just don't get this opportunity very often. Ophthalmology is somewhat of a black box. I care. People don't know a lot about it, and so anytime I get an opportunity to talk about ophthalmology, where people actually might maybe be listening. I got to I got to take advantage of it. And it usually when ophthalmology is is in the news, it's for really bad things like somebody decided to tattoo their eyeball and went blind from it. Or there is a group on Facebook that's recommending aged urine eye drops because fresh urine doesn't cut it anymore everybody. These are all real things by the way. Uh or Somebody decided to murder their spouse using Visine eye drops. Again, this uh, terrible things, right? And so, and this fortunately is a good thing. This is this is really good. Kind of like uh, uh, back in 2017, uh, we had the 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 total solar eclipse. Everybody was all of a sudden talking about solar retinopathy. What happens if you look at a solar eclipse and you had ophthalmologists coming out of the woodwork? Everybody was, was like, this is my moment. This is, this is it. I've been waiting forever for this, which is really sad, but it's true. Like, like we get excited about these things because all of a sudden people are listening to us, teaching them about how to take care of their eyeballs. Yeah. You don't look directly at a solar eclipse. You will go blind. You'll burn a hole in your retina. Use these glasses instead. And I, I tell you, dozens of ophthalmologists are putting content out left and right all of it and dozens that that's about how many ophthalmologists there are out there uh and i was one of them and it was just a very exciting time so fast forward to this week mr beast put out a video uh where he paid for cataract surgery for a thousand people and very well-made video. Uh, it, it within two days, I think it had 50 million views. It was uh, just a massive video. It was trending on on Twitter and on other, uh, you know, is all over uh, you know social media because it's Mr. Beast. And those of you not familiar with Mr. Beast, he is the internet. He is he is like the influencer. The he has he has a an enormous following. Uh, and, uh, and so anything he puts out there uh, is going to be talked about. And so with this video, he took a thousand people who needed cataract surgery and he paid for it and they, they could not pay for the surgery. So just to give you a little bit of background, cataract is something that everybody gets eventually. Cataract is, um, uh, if you live long enough, you will end up getting cataracts and ultimately having surgery. In fact, everybody over the age of 60 has cataracts. I, I'm so sorry for all you people listening over 60, but it's true. You do have cataracts, but it's okay because cataracts are easily treatable. All right. That's what we do. That's what I do. I am a comprehensive ophthalmologist. I do cataracts. I did today. I'm recording this late at night. Uh, and uh, today I did 11 cataract surgeries this morning. And 
And um, yeah, I, you know, I'll do about 700 of them over the course of a year and because everybody gets cataracts, right? And so it's the most common cause of blindness worldwide. It's the most common surgery performed in the U.S. and probably in most countries. Uh, and um, and it's, it's a reversible cause of blindness. It is eminently treatable. And um, that brings me to my first point about this video in which, uh, you know, all these, all these people were able to, you know, have the surgery paid for when they couldn't afford it. And that is um, uh, one of my big takeaways from this is that, man, our healthcare system really lets people down so many times over for so many different things that we have to have this wealthy social media influencer come in and pay for their surgeries. And, uh, and it's, uh, the, the cataract surgery, you know, the, the, I think there's a, the numbers are about, about 4 million are done every year in the U S uh, and it's an, also an eight minute surgery, eight minutes. That's how long it takes. It's quick. You just go in there, make a little incision. You don't put the patient to sleep, just numbing eye drops. You go, you break up the cataract into a bunch of pieces and you pull it out and you put an artificial lens inside the eye that within six minutes, you're taking people from, you know, maybe sometimes they can't see their hand in front of their face and all of a sudden they can see 20-20. Perfect. That's why it's such, it's such a fun procedure to do. I love it so much because it makes an enormous difference in people's lives and there are thousands and tens of thousands of people in this country who can't afford it. That's terrible. That's not the way society should be. And it's like that all over the world. It's worse out there. But in our own home here, we have so many people who can't afford it. And by Mr. Beast putting that video, I almost called him Dr. Beast, Dr. Mr. Beast, um, uh, by putting this video out there, really, to me, it showed that. It showed that point. Yeah, this is great. It really is a good thing that he's doing. Uh, and it also, simultaneously, in addition to showing all these people having this profound moment in their life where all of a sudden they can see again, they can drive again, they can cataracts, they can range, right? There's mild cataracts where you it's things are a little bit blurry, and there's really severe cataracts where you can barely see light. That's how bad cataracts can get. And uh, and all of these people that he was helping, most of them had those severe cataracts that they've had for for years. Um, and and he was able to show that, in addition to helping these people, that we're in a system that makes it to where the only way for them to have this done is by somebody with a lot of money coming in paying of pain, paying for the surgery for them. Another thing I found really interesting though, was, um, some of the backlash that Mr. Beast got for making this video. Uh, people were labeling it as, you know, performative philanthropy, philanthropy, it's a hard word to say, philanthropy basically just calling it performative. Like, does he really care about helping these people? Because he's making money off of this video. To, to that, I say, well, yeah. Yeah, he's making money off of this. That's how he, that's how he does this, right? That's, he, he makes the video uh, where he's giving away a lot of money, and then he posts a video that makes him more money that allows him to help more people out. 
It's this cycle. And and I, I don't understand people saying, yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, it is performative, but it's also, it. I think it's okay. It's it's not it's not a wrong thing that he's doing. Like he's he's still he's helping people, and uh, and so I I really appreciate that he's doing it in the space that I really care about as well, and and teaching people about the the shortcomings of our healthcare system. Also, just teaching people that cataracts are a thing. Like that's the other. Like how awesome is that? Like Mr. Beast is like, hey, this is what a cataract. He explains what a cataract is in the video. 50 million people saw it in two days. Like, he's doing more for cataracts than uh, any comedian ophthalmologist ever could. That's all, that's all I'm saying. So uh, I I appreciated it, and um, and I think it's a, a wonderful thing. I hope he keeps doing stuff like this because uh, it, and it, it's just it's going beyond just helping 1,000 people get surgery, right? It's starting all these conversations, too. People are talking about the healthcare system. People are debating whether or not this is a good video that he should should or should do this. But in the end, it's it, it, he he's helped people and educated people about their eyes, uh, and um, uh, about uh, what we need to change with healthcare. So I'd say net good, like easily, and so well done. I think it's great. Um, and uh, and so the other thing I wanted to do. Uh, is since, since now, you know, I have like, people are kind of paying attention to eye stuff and now I don't want to push it because like the minute I start throwing out crazy words that have like 18 syllables in them, lots of H's, that's the way we roll in ophthalmology. Uh, people is their, your brain's going to shut off and you're never going to learn anything about eyeballs ever again. So what I did was I went on YouTube and I asked for questions. And, uh, and I got a lot of good ones. So I thought I'd just run through a few of these. I'm going to try to keep it brief because I, I understand attention span, especially when it comes to ophthalmology, uh, is not, I was going to say not what it used to be, but it's never been good. Uh, and so here we go. I'm going to go through some of these. First question from, uh, Michael DeHaven on YouTube. As we age, which eye conditions are preventable and which ones are inevitable? I really like that question. And preventable versus inevitable. So let's start with preventable. Preventable eye conditions. Corneal metallic foreign bodies. Okay? You know why people get those? Because they're grinding metal or doing woodworking or metalworking or whatever it is, and they're not wearing safety glasses. Can you please wear safety glasses? Just just come on. You're 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 there are pieces of metal flying at high speed around your head. You need to protect your eyeballs. You only have two of them. So that's the, that's so preventable. Please wear safety glasses when you're doing dangerous things. All right. I'm not going to try to keep you from, from doing dangerous things, but just, just, just protect your eyes. Okay. The rest of the body, whatever. I don't care. All right. The eyes though, that's, that's the only, that's the most important thing. Um, uh, uh, corneal ulcers. All right. Stop sleeping in your contacts. I'm talking to you. I don't know who you are or or why you're doing it. Is it just laziness? Do you, do you have you ever seen a contact lens holder? It the the, the case, the solution, it, the lens goes in it when you go to sleep and then you can put it back in in the morning. All right, that's the way it's supposed to work. If it doesn't work that way, then you end up with corneal ulcers and they get gross. All right? They're bad. They scar your cornea and they can cause vision loss. Please don't sleep in your contacts. 
All right, that, those are the really the two big preventable eye conditions. All right, inevitable. All right, these are these are there's a couple of big ones for this one. Presbyopia. I'm sorry to let you know, but reading glasses will come for us all. There's no escaping it. It's as certain as death. All right, when you hit your 40s. Your, your eye, you start losing the ability to focus up close. And you end up in bifocals, progressives. Take a deep breath. It's okay. All right. It's coming. You know what? It's coming for me sooner because I'm hyperopic. And so uh, it, it hasn't hit me yet. But I'll, I'll be getting it sooner than all of you. And it's going to be a very difficult time in my life. Almost as difficult as like the, having a cardiac arrest. Not quite, but on the, on the spectrum maybe. I don't know. Anyway. It sucks. It's terrible, but we all get presbyopic eventually. Cataract. We already talked about that. If you live long enough, you will get cataracts. Everybody over 60 has cataracts. Posterior vitreous detachment. The vitreous is the jelly that fills the back of your eye. Uh, and uh, um, eventually, over time, that jelly starts to degrade and kind of pull off of the retina and just float around, give you a bunch of floaters and some flashes and all that. That's going to happen eventually. Everybody gets that. And the last thing, uh, using a flashlight to read a menu in a dimly lit apartment. That, that's inevitable. Like, we, we're all going to do that and, and somebody's going to make fun of us for it. So, yeah. That's it. All right. Second question. Which precaution should I take if my job and hobby involves sitting in front of a monitor for the whole day? That probably describes many of us, right? I, I do it. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to escape the screens and that's from um, Hefel's eight uh, user. Uh, thank you for that. Um, the precautions you should take 20, 20, 20. That's the rule. Every 20 minutes, you should be taking 20 seconds and looking 20 feet away. All right. That will allow your eyes to relax. So looking out a window for 20 seconds, every 20 minutes, your eyes can relax. You're not focusing so hard. You're not going to get brow ache or headaches from eye strain as often. It also reminds you to blink because studies have shown when we're looking at a screen, we don't are that something or doing anything that really holds our attention. We don't blink as much as we normally do. And so by looking away from the screen, you know, blink, set a set an alarm if you have to. It's that's the way society works now. You got to set an alarm to remind you not to look at your screen for 20 seconds. But that's the way it's got to be. So you can blink and relax your eyes. Those that's going to take you so far you, that do that, do that. Um, OK. And the last question, uh, just for this time, we can do this again, though. Uh, the last question I'm going to address here. Uh, question number three, are blue light glasses legit from David King Media? Are blue light, I about actually about like 100 of you gave me this question. And it's a really good question because that's a like they're being marketed everywhere. Every place that sells glasses is trying to sell you blue light blocking glasses. Now, the the data for this is the best data for blue light block. By the way, blue light is in everything. Sunlight, lights at the grocery store, everywhere. Everywhere it has it's like just a blue wavelength of light. It's in all light everywhere. So um, the 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 best data for the, for in favor of blue light blocking technology or glasses is with regard to cir uh, regulating circadian rhythm. So. There is some data that suggests that if you block blue light right before you go to bed, it can help you sleep better. I think there's a reasonable, I mean, 
God forbid we just not look at a screen right before bed, right? I mean that that's out the window, and I'm I'm not I'm I'm not just being facetious here. Like legit, I don't know if I could possibly do that. Uh, and so yeah, try out blue light blocking. Let's see if it helps. If it helps you sleep better. Um, but a lot of the of the marketing around blue light blocking technology is with eye strain and just like general eye health, like preventing macular degeneration and all these wild claims that have no basis in the literature. There's nothing to suggest that it helps with eye strain. All right. What helps more like looking away from the screen. Yeah. As opposed to just blocking blue light and continuing to look at the screen continuously. Now I have come to the point though, where people are very, feel very strongly about blue light blocking technology. So I tell people, you know what? There's no data for this to suggest that blue light blocking will help with eye strain, but it's not going to hurt you. So if you want to try it, you want to spend the 150 bucks, whatever it is to get a blue light blocking glasses, do it. Yeah. Just try it. Why not? I mean, it's not going to hurt you. It's a, it's just you know, a, a, a cost of something that, but is there like a, cause I have patients that swear by it. They say, yeah, it helps with eye strain. Maybe it's placebo effect. Maybe there is an effect. We just haven't discovered it yet through research, but um, it's not going to hurt you. So check it out, try it, see if it works for you. Um, okay. I'm going to leave it at that. I, I promised myself I wouldn't let make this video last longer than like 20 minutes. So uh, if you like this, if you like this format, you want me to answer some more eye questions uh, or like general medical questions that I can't promise will be accurate answers. Uh, let me know. You know that normally I just do skits, so it's it's really weird to to talk this long and show myself. And uh, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, um, uh, for uh, without wearing a costume or something. But uh, anyway. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed it. All right. And check out the Mr. Beast video. It's, it's really well done and good job by him to, to make a difference in people's lives. So I wish you all the best. See you later. <laughs>